Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean, here along with Zach Berman, and we are at Lincoln Financial Field where the Eagles just lost to the Minnesota Vikings 23-21 and another heartbreaker. Uh, Zach, it seems like with this team, you know, mistakes are killing them Mm -hmm. and they're losing close ones and really, quite frankly, it looks a lot like the team from 2016 rather than the one from 2017. Is that an accurate way of, of talking about this team? I hope it's accurate because that's what I wrote in my story, you know. And, <laughs> oh, and, really? Yeah. Um, so so I'm, nice I'm, I'm glad we're thinking alike. And actually, Jason Kelsey even said that too. Jason Kelsey, after the game, said – Carson they, did too. They lost these close games then. And uh, and last year they found ways to win these games. And they, they're not playing like a championship-level team right now. Doug Peterson said that. Um, I thought the players were mostly honest afterwards. Uh, now, they said they all need to look in the mirror and – spouted those cliches but the reality is they do because they're on a two-game losing streak they're two and three uh there aren't really good excuses you can point to they turned the ball over twice today once was a strip sack that was returned for a touchdown the other was on the six-yard line when they were about to score those are points right there those are two game-changing plays and we can go through all the other plays during the game but you have those and then you have penalties when the eagles were in a position to score too Turnovers and penalties, that's how you lose games. Right, that's 14 points right there. And look, you're not going to win games if your plus-minus and turnover d- differential is negative. And that's what the Eagles are right now, and they were you know, positive last year uh, by, by a decent number. Mm-hmm. And look, it's easy just to point to that number and say that's why they're losing, but th- there's more to it. And I'm not sure exactly what it is. I don't think we can blame injuries at this point. Yes, certainly that's been a factor. It's something they've had to deal with. Yeah, but everyone – I mean, the Vikings were injured too today. Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, look, there's a fine line between good and bad in this mm-hmm. in this league. And, look, this Eagles team does have talent. That's probably what's frustrating. Malcolm Jenkins, after the game, was asked about it. You know, he said if it was you know, talent, if it was scheme, yeah, we could accept losing. But we're losing because of mistakes. Mm-hmm. And he said – you know, as a leader, uh, I think he conf- you know had a message for the for the team after the game, and it's really kind of like looking at yourself and realizing that you have to kind of clean things clean things up. And he doesn't think the people, uh, the players in the team are are mistake prone, but they're making mistakes. You are what you are. You know, right. it's it's a cliche, but like you know, you can say you're not this. The proof is on the field. You know, they they haven't been a disciplined team this year. Uh, in terms of penalties, in terms of taking care of the football, and and that's how you end up in the situation they're in. Let's look at some of the situations then that occurred over the course of the game, and then we'll look at players individually and okay. just kind of figure out whether they're they're playing as they should or whether they're they're not. Um, you know, first drive, the Vikings marched down the field, and this has been a kind of a thing of late. But the Eagles' defense held and forced. Yeah, a, a, yeah, they do know, that at home. Bend but right, don't break. Right, it was a missed field goal, so they mm-hmm. got kind of a little lucky there. Should have been three points, but then the offense comes out. And has two straight three three and outs. And Doug Peterson spoke during the week about how they need to get going early in games. That you know the quick starts. That's what they did last year. Yeah, a lot of first drive touchdowns. Yep. They they just another slow start. And you know Carson Wentz was asked about it after the game, and he had zero explanation for it. I don't know what it is. Um, no, you know, Doug Peterson scripts those plays, correct? Absolutely. And here's the problem. You know, let's look uh, look at the first drive. So they made it switch. At, at left guard, mm-hmm. something that was kind of out there leading into the game. Doug didn't confirm it, but okay, well, that's fine. Um, Stefan Wisniewski's out at left guard, and Isaac Sayamalo's in. Now, Wisniewski, to me, hasn't been playing horrible. 
uh, has been playing great? No, but you know, has Lane Johnson been playing great? Has Jason Kelsey been playing great? Has Jason Peters been playing great? You know, I don't think you can say that about anybody. Yeah. I'm not here to defend Stefan Wisniewski. But on those first three plays, Isaac Sayamalo got driven back. Carson had threw the ball away pretty much the first time. Second time, uh, checked down. And the third time was a sack. Mm-hmm. Now, he wasn't the only one. I think Peters gave up a little pressure there, too, on that sack. Now, Isaac righted himself. I, th- I thought he was pretty good for the rest, for rest of that game. But it seemed like there was also sliding protection to help him. There were, you know, sc- uh, scripting plays to get away from him. You spoke to Wisniewski after the game, if I just can break yeah. off a little bit here into a um, – another anecdote and what did he say to you he said he he doesn't think he's been playing bad he doesn't think that's what it is he said he has theories for why but he doesn't want to share them publicly um so this is me speculating not Wisniewski but I I look at it like he's a veteran player who might not be here next year Siamalu is a player the Eagles drafted in the third round you look at the other lineup change they made Avante Maddox in for uh, for Corey Graham that's another player who's not going to be here next year if they make a change they're not benching someone like Jalen Mills, who they want to have around here. They're they're going with someone who maybe they're not is not long for Philadelphia, and someone like Siamalu, who they hope is part of their future. Look, Doug. Doug said on Monday that they you know changes were possible, and he said he wasn't going to make one as week one along. But I think it was clear that something was going to happen. Uh, you know, I don't know if Wiz is just being a main, main example of. Um, he's not the only one who isn't playing at a high level. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays forward. Um, it's an interesting choice, though, going with a veteran player who started in the Super Bowl with you, who's respected in the locker room. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, at this point last year, Sayamala was was benched. Mm-hmm. and He's been given every opportunity. And because we'll talk, about this, yeah, we'll talk about this yeah. a little more, but you know, from what I heard from other people, that guard was not his position. It was either mm-hmm. it was definitely center or maybe even more tackle than guard. So we'll see how that plays out. Um so, I mean, it was kind of a stalemate for a little while. The Eagles got a field goal, although, you know, Wendell Smallwood dropped a, a third down conversion. Yes. Yeah. I mean, in the red zone. And that's a physical mistake there. I mean, that's, yeah, it, it's, a, it's, it's a bad drop. But Wendell Smallwood's your fourth running back. Uh, he's pushed into action there. Never been a great receiving back. Um, so maybe injuries or something that you can kind of. But, but that's one of those, if a guy drops a ball, I mean, I'm not excusing it. But that's different than you know than a penalty. Okay, so it was not at a three, and then all of a sudden, in the middle of the second quarter, Lane Johnson gets beat by what's this guy's name? I don't even know who this guy. One career sack. Yeah, whether yeah he and uh, and he's in there because Weatherly, Everson Griffin. What's his first name? I, I yeah, didn't even know he, his first. He, uh, I believe Stephen. Right? Yeah, because Everson Griffin. Yeah, because because Everson Griffin's not out there. Look, Lane Johnson shouldn't. Should, you know, look, you you can't protect the quarterback on every play, but he overset on that one and he got beat inside. Carson Wentz got sacked. The ball pops out, lands in the the hands of uh, Linval Joseph. Joseph, and runs the other way for 65, 64 yards. I mean, this is the second week in a row that Lane mm-hmm. Johnson has given up a strict sack. Best tackle in the NFL? He's not playing like it right now. No? I, th- I think he has all the tools to be, but he's not playing like it right now. And he would tell you that too. And I know he said last week, you know, he can block his guy forty times and then beat and they get beat one time. That's what people are asking him. One, that's the standard Lane Johnson set for himself. He's a Pro Bowl player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second thing is, I mean, that's the NFL. If, if you give up a sack in a crucial time and it's it's a strip sack like it was last week, um, like it was today, it changes the game. That's football. Jason Peters had a, you know wasn't at his best. Mm-hmm. Uh, he left briefly. It seems like the quad injuries bother him. He came back in. I don't know. This could be just a running, uh, running yeah. story throughout the, the season called for a false start at one point. 
So then, you know, Eagles seem to be, you know, staying at 10 and 3. And then late in the second quarter, they face a second and six, the Vikings, that is, and Michael Bennett appears to sack Kirk Cousins, gets flagged for passing, uh, roughing the passer. Mm-hmm. Not, look, the game didn't hinge on that one play, but that's possibly four points right there that yeah. the, the referees apparently sure. gifted the Vikings. Yeah. If you ask me, I thought it was a bad call. Look, I understand it's bang, bang, and they're, they're trying to enforce these rules to protect the quarterbacks. It was, it was probably a, a bad call. Yeah, and there and were there were you know guys on the broadcast saying that it was as well, not, not only Eagles players and, and reporters, but yeah, and it's not a conversation that's limited to Philadelphia. I mean, Mike Tomlin today it was pretty outspoken about the officiating, and you've seen it elsewhere. You saw in Green Bay when they played Minnesota, when they played Washington, um, there were plays that uh, you know it's it's a point of emphasis now. I don't agree with it. I think that should have been a sack, but the Eagles know it. Jim, I mean, we've spoken to the players about it. Jim Schwartz talks about the strike zone, uh, and he did drag him down low. Now, maybe he, he initially got him higher. My personal opinion is I don't know how else you can tackle him there. Well, look, I got the rule up. I mean, it says that you even if you hit him up high, if you forcibly hit him in the knees, mm-hmm. then, it, then it's a roughing the passer penalty. My thing was, like, I, I don't think he was forcibly hitting him. You know, afterwards, the pool reporter asked Walt Coleman, yeah. who's the head referee, uh, to kind of uh, give his interpretation of, of the play and the rule, and he was saying that he, you know, hit him in the sho- in the knees with his shoulders with force. I yeah. mean, when I looked at it, very. I mean, I looked at it, I broke it down frame by frame. He actually hit him in his butt mm-hmm. first, and then he kind of slid down the back of his thighs, wrapped him around his knees, and then ended up bringing him down yeah. by his ankles. I, I don't think it, it, should have been it, it wasn't a vicious. It wasn't vicious. No, I, I don't think it should have been as far as hits go and tackles go, and, and ones that Michael Bennett certainly has had in his career. That was pretty tame. And the Eagles were were pissed off about it. I right. Mean, but here's the thing. Yeah. All right, you got to stop them then. Yeah. And they didn't. They scored a touchdown there, a nice pass from Adam Thielen. Yep. I mean, sorry, from Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, and they're ahead 17 to 3. Now, the Eagles showed some gumption in the second uh, half. They came back, um, unfortunately, on the first drive. I mean, they drove all the way down to the to the six yard line, and Jay Jai fumbles the football. Yep. I mean, that that just can't happen. Can't happen. Now, can't I happen anywhere, from, especially now, there. I wasn't there from, with a Jai after the locker room, uh, in the locker room after the game, but apparently. He said something about maybe getting you know more touches to that point. Well, he should. I mean, look at the numbers here. He had what eight carries, I believe. Uh, yeah, no, they didn't have a lot of plays in the first half. Eight carries yeah. for twenty nine yards. Yeah, I mean, I mean Ajay is a guy that you traded for last year. I mean, he was getting more carries when Legarrette Le- Blunt was. was you here. need to run the ball more. They need to run the ball more. Last week, I didn't think it was much an issue. I thought today it was. I thought there were, there were times in the first half. I thought you know, you know and you know, he ran it a lot on that drive, and that's when they got all the way down to the six. But then, yeah. of course, Ajayi, I'm sorry, but here's the thing: I don't want to hear about that when you're fumbling, when you're fumbling. on the you're fumbling yeah, on the five exactly. yard line, changing the story, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah, terrible. Exactly, I agree. Horrible fumble, and it wasn't even really a super big hit. Horrible fumble, and this isn't the first time the guys turned over, turned the ball over this no. season. No, no, that's points right there. So the Eagles. Uh, uh, you know, I guess the Vikings went ahead with a field goal, twenty to three. You're thinking that they don't have a chance here. Eagles got a field goal. I thought Doug made the right decision there to make it twenty to six, and then a little few three and outs, and then they marched back down, scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Wendell Wendell catches twelve yard touchdown pass from from uh, Carson Wentz, and then the Eagles forced a turnover, a fumble. They get great field position. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the drive of the game. I, I, I mean, this is what turned the game here. 
uh, is you were first down at the you were first and ten at the thirty yard line. You're down six points. Okay, so worst case scenario there, or not worst case, but you you come out with a field goal there. It's a three point game. Okay. You score a touchdown, you take the lead. Illegal formation. Illegal formation down. on first play. And Doug was not happy about that. Do Doug we know who said, that was on? That's inexcusable. Doug would not say after the game who that was on. Well, um, the, film will, the yeah. film will say that. Um, first and 15, Carson and passed And, and, and that nullified a six-yard gain by JHI. Right. So it would have been second and four. First and 15, uh, Carson went to incomplete pass to Alshon Jeffrey. I thought uh, Carson fluttered that pass a little bit. That was one of his worst throws of the day, I thought. Yeah. Uh, now Jeffrey had a chance to catch it, and he's here to make those tough catches, and he did not. Okay, Minnesota neutral zone infraction on second and fifteen, so the Eagles now have second and ten. Mm-hmm. But Carson Wentz intentional ground. Mm-hmm. And Doug, yeah, Doug said there there wasn't much Carson could do there. He understood um, you don't want to take a sack in that situation. Perhaps you throw the ball throw the ball away a second earlier. It was really costly, and the reason I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it's costly here is, and we didn't know this until after the game, but going into the game, the Eagles viewed Jake Elliott's range as thirty-five, as from the 